Hello my dear church boys and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast and in this podcast episode I'm going to talk about the differences between Russian and Ukrainian girls because I've noticed that in the West people think that girls in these countries are very similar and should be treated the same and that those countries are culturally the same. It couldn't be further from the truth. Day gaming and dating Russians and Ukrainians are two very different things. We're going to talk about five things. Who is hotter? Who is better in bed? Uh, who cheats more? That's a very interesting question. Uh, if you're interested in that, who is more goal-oriented? Who is more driven? And of course, if you're talking about these countries, we have to talk about the sugar baby factor. And at the end, I'm going to cover some questions that guys in our group chat sent in when I said I'm doing this podcast. One quick note guys, remember this is a podcast, this isn't a video and there isn't a lot of added value in having this on a video. I know that some people prefer that, that's why I'm doing this in front of camera and not just the mic, but if you're doing something around your house, running some chores or, or walking outside, feel free to put your, phone in a po- put your phone in a pocket, there is literally zero added value from the video. Uh, I'm just gonna be sitting here sipping my sherba mate and, and talking about this topic. If you're new to my podcast, and I don't think you are because most people don't start listening to my podcast before they watch my YouTube videos, but if you are, then I am St. Robert, and for the full last four years, more or less, I've been coaching guys from all over the world about the day game and dating. And for the last already almost three years, between two and a half and three years, I've been traveling the world, living from city to city, looking for places with the hottest, most interesting uh, girls, and also simply three cities where I would want to live a few months each year. Before we get into this topic, a few updates about what has been happening. I am in Riga, Latvia, where I'm spending a few months this summer. I've actually published several vlogs about Riga, Latvia. I published one about like the basic info that you should know and the scams you should avoid in Riga, Latvia. If you are thinking about coming here, definitely watch that. Uh, I did a video about things you can do once you're tired of day gaming and going, going on dates here, like some spots in the nature you should check out. I did film a vlog about visiting a BDSM sex dungeon in Riga as well, that was pretty fun. And yesterday I published a video about a London day gamer who is getting coaching from me right now in Riga, running around streets and learning to meet Latvian girls. This is the second guy I'm coaching in Latvia this season. The previous guy didn't want to be on a vlog, but the long story short, uh, he did get laid. He did get laid with a lovely girl in Riga uh, by the end of uh, his journey here. Um, Okay, all of this being said, what else? Uh, If you want to come to Latvia, if you want to work with me, then I have three more coaching spots left in Latvia this summer. One is in late May and then two are in June. And the thing about this period from late May to late June is you can come for however much you want. Regardless of whether you're getting three or five days of coaching, you can come for just your three or five days. You can come for a week, for two weeks, for a month, and we will spread out your coaching days throughout all of that time. You can see more about the value of that in the last vlog I published where I'm teaching the guy, the London guy in Riga. It basically lets you not only learn day game and talk to girls when I'm next to you, which is what most guys learn when they get coaching, uh, 
it also teaches you to day game on your own when I'm not next to you, when you're going out solo and that's a whole different story. Uh, more info about all of that is in a link in description, click that if you're interested. And now let's get to the topic of Russian girls versus Ukrainian girls. First of all, who the hell am I to, to say that I know Russian and Ukrainian girls? So a bit of background information on me and where I have my opinions from. Uh, but when traveling, I have met many uh, girls from Russia, many Russian tourists. I have coached guys who have been to Russia, uh, talked to them while they are in Russia. I've had a bunch of friends, day game friends who have went to Russia on day game trips. Uh, but most importantly, I've, I've met many Russian girls who are, who are from Russia and were traveling and also coaching guys who went to Russia to get through struggles uh, that they were having there and, and knowing about their experiences. So that's with Russians. Uh, obviously, many I have a bunch of plays with Russian girls from Russia, not Russians living abroad, uh, who I've met around the world. And when we're talking about Ukraine, then last summer I spent three months in Kharkiv, Ukraine. We went there with me, I went there with Mr. T and a few other friends and a bunch of students joined and we had this amazing experience back, back then. If you want to find out more about that, then just go to my YouTube channel and, and in the videos, just kind of scroll back to last summer and you'll see that all the podcasts or the, all the videos that I posted were actually from Ukraine and it was an unbelievable experience. I did hundreds of sets there. I coached a bunch of students. So I probably have experience with, I would say, at least 1,000 sets done in Ukraine, just in Kharkiv, because that's how many sets I saw my students do and, and, and did myself some of them. And I've coached guys uh, over calls who are in different cities in, in Ukraine, in Lviv, and I've coached a guy in, in Kiev. So I know quite a bit about day game in Ukraine. And most of my knowledge about Russians comes from the Russians I've met abroad and from my friends who have been to Russia on day game trips. So. I know more, I think I know more than, than, than most day gamers know about, uh, about these countries. Okay, so let's start talking about each topic uh, one by one. Number one, hotness. Who is hotter, Ukrainian girls or Russian girls? Well, my first month-long day game trip was to Belgrade, Serbia, and when I went there, oh my god, I thought Serbian girls are the hottest in the world. <laughs> But some friends told me, dude, you gotta go to, you gotta go to Ukraine, you gotta, you gotta see what's there. And I went to Ukraine and, and honestly, it was next level. So uh, in terms of hotness, I really, really like uh, girls in Ukraine. We were sitting with Mr. T, drinking coffee on the street and, and we saw this stunning, stunning girl walk by, like unbelievably hot, like from magazine cover. And we were just drinking coffee and like... You gonna go? Nah. You? Nah. Whatever. And like two minutes later, the next girl who's just as hot walks by. And, and that's why we were kind of like day gaming on an easy mode. You see a girl like that in any other country, you would go open because you know you're not gonna see anyone that hot uh, for a while. In Ukraine, it was unbelievable that the average girl on the street uh, was, was really, really hot. Um, as far as Russians go, uh, of course, there are Russian girls are very, very hot. There are very many Russian girls uh, that are 
stunners. Uh, that being said, from the girls that I've met and had experiences with, I, I gotta say that Ukrainian girls are hotter than Ukrainian uh, than Russian girls. By the way, one thing I have to mention, I forgot to say this before, is uh, these are like don't take these as generalizations. These are kind of my experiences and the experiences of my buddies and my friends. And when I say Ukrainians are hotter, it doesn't mean that every Ukrainian is super hot and then Russian girls are not. No. There are super hot girls in Ukraine, there are super hot girls in Russia. Uh, just in my experience, there were many, many more super hot girls in, in Ukraine compared to the Russians I've met. That being said, I have not been to Moscow, I have not been to St. Petersburg, uh, but students of mine who have been to both places agree with me that the hotness in Ukraine is, is definitely next level. Of course, if you will go to Moscow at, at one day, which I'm not ever planning to visit after what's happening there, but this podcast isn't about that. I'm just talking about the types of girls from these countries, not about the politics. But if you go to Moscow, of course, you will see a bunch of super hot girls. Uh, the pros, yes, they're super hot. The cons, we will get to the cons a little bit later in this podcast, but there definitely are some. Okay, the second question, who is better in bed? Ukrainian girls or Russians. Uh, I've uh, had my fair share of experiences with Ukrainians and, and quite a few Russians as well. Uh, with Russians, I've had shorter uh, experiences, so, so, so to say, like I maybe slept with them once or twice and then that's it, whereas I've had many or several uh, Ukrainian regulars while I was there. Um, so who's better in bed? I would say Russian girls are more adventurous in my experience. Again, not generalizing, just like the average in my experience. Russian girls are more adventurous. They'll try more things. Uh, they'll, they, they, they will try deep throating more and they will be, in my experience, I have found them much more submissive. Like I went on a date with this Russian girl in Prague in Czech Republic a few years ago. And there was a lot of, gonna token LMR and she's like oh I don't know I don't know and then at one moment I just realized that I should kind of experiment with domination and, and I just told her okay stand up uh, get in front of me turn around get her your knees and button my pants and I just kind of gave her crazy comments and, and she just followed everything uh, that I told her to do so uh, yes in my experience uh, Russian girls are a bit more adventurous. Uh, the thing with the Ukrainian girls, uh, I, I'm not saying they're worse, by the way. This is gonna, there is gonna be a plot twist, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ukraine outside of Kiev is a fairly traditional place where if you are into something a bit more adventurous, then you probably will not have many guys to try that with. So when they meet a guy who they feel, who they really, really like, so attraction, uh, who they feel safe with, yeah, comfort, they, they, you, you worked on attraction and comfort, and they see you like a cool guy to hang out with, not necessarily a guy to marry, maybe just a guy they're having fun while he's in a country for, for a few weeks, a few months, or, or whatever, maybe they met you abroad. Um, I definitely got the feeling that a lot of girls were interested in, in trying out very adventurous things. They just hadn't had experiences like that or opportunities to do that before. Just as girls in Latvia, it's very similar with Latvia as well. Many, many girls are very adventurous. And if you have 
if you're if you're if you know how to be that guy that she can feel safe and open with all of that stuff about it's just unbelievable what what can be done in latvia or also in ukraine yeah um, even though i i felt they have less experience they were incredibly open to trying new things and experimenting and they really really loved when you showed them the the, the ropes and uh, yeah so from the get-go i would say yes in my experience russians have been more experienced and 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 knew how to do more things at least at least try to do them um, whereas ukrainians in my experience were very curious about it if if you were the right type of guy and then it was up to you to teach them to show them all, all of this stuff so it's i would put them at the same level at who's better in bed just that the russians have more experience than ukrainians in my experience have been more open to learning okay what's next uh this will be an interesting one who cheats more and this in my opinion is one of the biggest differences between even when we're talking about day game and seduction this is one of the biggest differences that between russian and ukrainian girls so uh, when you are traveling and you meet a Russian solo traveler, <laughs> there is nothing easier in Europe than a Russian solo Russian tourist. If she's a Russian girl who went on a trip solo, in my experience, there is no one easier to sleep with. Uh, I, I, it sounds a bit crazy, but I mean, I'm talking Europe. I'm not saying if you like, you go to latin america and if you know the right places to go like you can have crazy crazy adventures like unbelievable like uh if you have decent enough game like when i spent uh, three months in argentina i think i had like nine lays <laughs> in, in my first month in argentina i had nine lays and half of that was was from day game and half from other sources but it's yeah like, but you had you need sick game there uh but yeah so in Europe, there is nothing easier than, than a rush, solo Russian tourist. And most of those Russian tourists, if not all, I think even maybe even all, maybe like maybe with exceptions, most of them had boyfriends back home in Russia. So they left their boyfriends in Russia. They went on a solo travel. I met them there and boom, magic happened. With Ukrainians, my experience when day gaming and when coaching has been completely opposite. If someone opened a ukrainian girl and she said i had a, i have a boyfriend i just told my students listen you can end the conversation and you can leave because pretty soon pretty fast we realized that ukrainian girls are very very faithful so if with russians them saying but at the end of the set or not saying like oh i have a boyfriend didn't mean a lot or on a date i would ask hey i don't get one thing you're you're cute you're smart you're kind of interesting to talk about why are you single <laughs> quite often with russian girls i would hear who says i'm single whereas with ukrainians in in if if they had a boyfriend uh, almost always they were very very faithful so here it goes um Okay, next topic. If you are interested in goal-oriented driven girls, if that's important for you, maybe you are looking for someone, you know, for some to start something more serious than just having fun. Maybe you've traveled the world, you've done all of your debauchery and, and, and had all of your lays and, and now you want um, something a bit more. 
you might wanna kind of think who is more driven, who is more goal-oriented. Uh, well, again, it of course depends on where you go in in those countries. Yeah, if 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 you'll go to Kiev, you'll probably meet many more goal-oriented girls, uh, just as in Moscow. Uh, but the again, the experiences I've had, the girls I've met. Um, I've met more very driven, very goal-oriented Ukrainians, many more Ukrainians than Russians. Of course, I've met goal-oriented, hardcore, working, very kind of going full speed Russians, but but uh, I've met more more Ukrainians than, than that. But then again, you know, I've day gamed many many more Ukrainians and spent more time with more Ukrainians, so. There is that, and I haven't been to Moscow, but but from everything I've heard and, and from everything I've seen in my life, I find Ukrainians to be more goal-oriented, more driven, especially if you're talking about cities where you actually have some opportunities. Because, again, where does this come from? If you come from a place with not a lot of opportunities, let's say you you a girl did live in Kharkiv, Ukraine, were like if you make I don't know 300 bucks a month then well you're doing it's, it's not that bad for like a simple job yeah two 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 three hundred bucks a month it's it's unbelievable but you can uh, you can study IT and you can work in a foreign IT company or Ukrainian IT company that works with foreign customers and you can make up to 5k a month obviously you're gonna spend <laughs> Some people are going to spend a lot of time learning how to do that, learning IT, and then and I I also was seeing a girl in Ukraine whose family was involved in politics, and she was running an international business since pretty young age. She was running, uh, she had she had experience running several pretty serious businesses, and uh, let's just say she was pretty them young. So in my experience, again, Russia, uh, Ukrainians have proven to be a bit more goal-oriented in my experience. Maybe it's because it's, I don't know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to speculate why is that, but, but that's just my experience. Okay, and of course, the, the question number five, and we have to talk about this because we're talking about Ukrainians and Russians, sugar baby factor. <laughs> Who's 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 more likely to try to get money and and gifts from you and <clears throat> and it's tricky now because well of course no one's going to on day game trips to Ukraine now and almost no one is going on day game trips to Russia right now yeah that that kind of ship has has sailed um, but if we're talking about cities like Kiev. Kiev is, in my opinion, the sugar baby capital, one of the sugar baby capitals of the world, of the world. Like I've been to places, and okay, Med Medellin was pretty impressive in those terms, yeah. But but then again, Kiev was the other place. And why Medellin and Kiev are the sugar baby capitals of uh, of the world? Well, because if you have a bunch of foreigners going there and looking for wives and you have guys with money there going uh, with money going there looking for wives and you have guys who are who have watched like five day game or uh, like pickup videos or something and then they're going there and trying to get these girls of course if you have so many westerners coming there throwing their money at girls 
in an economy where you can you have very limited opportunities of course if you're hardworking you can you can make good money in, in ukraine and russia and many other well busier in ukraine um but but if you don't if you don't have that education and that background uh, you weren't raised like that then, then of course why wouldn't you use the opportunity to have some dude some 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 american guy pay for your apartment in city center in kiev who comes to visit you a few times a year and the rest of the year you're just living there and then and, and you know banging some local dudes <laughs> or or being a sugar baby traveling the world of course that will be very developed in places where people go and throw their money at girls and that's that goes for Kiev, that goes for, for Medellin 100%, and of course, many, many other places in the world. But those are, in my experience, from the places where I've been, definitely the capitals of the world. We, there's a question about Dubai, but I haven't been to Dubai, and I've coached only one guy who lives uh, full-time in Dubai. So I, it's hard for me to talk about that, but Kiev and, 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 and Medellin, of course. Um and then, well, you have Moscow. Moscow is, is a tricky topic. Uh, but, but let's talk about... So, my personal experiences, when I have been seeing Russians or Ukrainians, and then I'll talk about my students' experiences. So, in my experiences, I've had one girl, one Russian girl, pretty being pretty direct about one, wanting gifts from me. Uh, that's when we stopped... <laughs> talking very very fast so I've had that experience with um, with uh, with Russians and with Ukrainians I've, I've had experiences where a girl requested I pay for her taxi to come to a date and that is a very big red flag if a girl is asking for you to pay for her taxi to come to a date it's a big red flag that she's a sugar baby she's trying to get things out of you and it definitely goes for ukrainian and uh, russian girls for both uh, and in latin america it's very tricky as well sometimes it's not the case but my rule in latin america was if we're going out uh, she's getting there however she's getting there if she's coming straight to my place then I don't have any problems with paying for, for taxi in, in that case. But I'm never paying for taxis in Latin America if, unless she's coming to my place. Because again, it's a big, it's one of the biggest red flags you can have for sugar babies. Uh, so in Ukraine, yes, we had those experiences with students. Students had girls asked to pay for taxis. And the students who did met these girls. And yes, it was pretty clear what they wanted from those guys. So that the red flag turned out to be true. Uh, so who is more who has more of a sugar baby culture i really think it depends on on, on the city if you're talking kiev then well sugar baby capital of the world but i would say russians and ukrainians are pretty equal on on, on this thing and it's much less common than than you would imagine and let's talk why so I've met guys who say they went to Kharkiv, like this guy, uh, I met like, uh, he was from Turkey, I think. He came up to me on the street and, and asked me some questions. And, and he said, yeah, well, whenever he starts talking to a girl on the street, she just, she just turns out to be a prostitute and wants money from him or wants gifts or whatnot. And I never had a single experience like that in, in Ukraine. And my students, like, well, apart from the stories that I told where they wanted to pay for, for the tax, uh, him to pay for the taxi and stuff like that. I almost never had these experiences, but there is a difference. He was a complete beginner 
whereas um, I have a lot of experience day gaming in very different environments, so I kind of see when a girl might be trying to get something from you. For example, if she asks which bar, which restaurant are we going to, and she doesn't agree with the place you chose, well, it's definitely uh, almost certain that, that she wants a fancy place from you, she wants to go to like a fancy restaurant or something, and you should never agree to that. So I think my experiences are very different from what many, many guys with less day game experience would have in these places because they would fall for these girls that want to go to restaurants and get cocktails and, and, and whatnot and, and waste all of this money. Because in these places, you can the girls who will be sort of like doing some sugar stuff, uh, some of the cam girls will be doing the same stuff, but, but not, not all. A lot of cam girls are only doing cam cameras, but they aren't doing like any sugar or anything like that. I, I dated, uh, I think, two cam girls when I was living in Ukraine. Uh, last last uh, summer. Uh, so and the same girls would milk other guys for gifts and monies and whatnot, and and they would uh, have fun with the different guys. So it really def depends on what image you're presenting. If you're going there and you're flashing your money and and you're going to fancy places and taking them to dinners, there they are. I mean, they're gonna. The world is the, the life is pretty tough there. Regardless of whether you go to, to to some places, smaller places in Ukraine or Russia or that part of the world in general, or you go to Latin America, life is very very tough. So you have more of a sugar baby factor. Girls trying to improve their quality of life by the by using the assets they have, their beauty, and and it doesn't actually mean that they sleep with those guys because you will hear many stories about guys who went to Kiev on day day games like oh my god it was so amazing I went to dates with these super hot girls, but many of those stories end with these guys not sleeping with those girls. So these girls they would easily give you the numbers, they would very easily come out on dates with you, but that is one thing with Ukrainian girls. It, it was super easy to get them out on dates. Once once I had a number, that was the one place where I didn't text. I was just like, t first feeler text, one ping, she responds, date request, boom. And that's that's all we would do. That's all that my students would do. And if you don't know what feeler texts and pings and all of that is, then just go to daygamecourses.com and there is a free texting course where I explain all of that stuff, by the way, if, if you haven't uh, heard any of that stuff. Uh, but then they would go on dates and, and this is where the frame control would come out and, and the frame and being a bit princessy, I, I saw a lot of that in Ukraine, a lot of very, very princessy behavior. And if you didn't know how to deal with that, then that, that, end, that date would end like with that. If, if, you, if you lost your frame, then, then there's no way you're gonna succeed in, in, with, with Ukrainians and also with Russians. Although Russians are a, a bit more chill when it comes to frame frame wars. But Ukrainians have, ha I would say Ukrainians have the strongest frame I've ever seen anywhere in the world. That was definitely with Ukrainian girls. Uh, and we will touch this topic uh, later when we're talking about things you should never say uh, to girls from Russia and Ukraine. And these are the things you most likely are saying to them as soon as you find out they're from Russia and Ukraine. It's, it's, it, everyone does it, but it's one of the worst things to do with them. It's one specific, again, thing for, for that part of the world. Um, 
what was I talking about? Okay, uh, sugar baby factor is the same. You need really, really good frames. So if you if you go on a date in a place like Prague or Poland or even even Latvia or you know, U.S. definitely Latin America, then you need some. You need to know what to do on a date. But those skills, like you know, you need to know the structure from from A to Z, which again is on daygamecourses.com. All of that is there for free. You need to know the structure, but you're not gonna see many crazy frame tests where you're gonna gonna will have to go to war a little bit. Where where with with Russians and Ukrainians, and especially with Ukrainians, in my experience, yes, you will see a lot of the frame war stuff. And uh, if you don't know how to deal with that, then your stories are gonna be like many stories about Ukraine, uh, Ukrainians and Russians. So I was like, oh, she was so princessy, na 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 na. Yes, they are princessy, but if you know how to deal with that, then it's pretty easy to solve. But one thing you have to understand on those dates is when to walk away. Because they have very strong frame and very often, even if you try to control the frame, they will not give up their frame. And at that moment, uh, I would I would keep keep the day going and I would leave uh, because uh, very often they're not willing to change anything. They have decided what they want to do in their life. That there's only one thing they're looking for: husband and kids, and and, and that's it. And it's, there's nothing you can do. You can just walk away. And and there was one skill that was very very important in Ukraine. I had to learn to be very strict with I'm with what I'm going for and escalating. And if she's not fine, she can walk away or I can walk away if I'm realizing I'm wasting my time. Okay, now we have covered the hotness, who's better in bed, who cheats more, uh, who's more driven, goal-oriented, the sugar baby factor. Uh, now let's talk about how hard or easy in general they are, Russians and Ukrainians, and then we will talk about uh, the questions the guys from the group chat sent in. The first thing you have to understand, uh, the reason guys say Ukrainians and Ukraine, uh, Ukrainians and Russians are very hard and when it, come, when it comes to day game is, uh, it's not necessarily that it's super, super hard, it's just that uh, their, their game is pretty basic. And, and if your game is really good, then uh, both Ukrainians and Russians are amazing girls to date, amazing girls to go out. Uh, they are some of my favorite girls in the world. They're like, uh, especially Ukrainians, uh, and they are just amazing. Yeah, actually, I would say no. Both Russians and Russian and Ukrainian girls are just amazing to go out on dates. They're really, really cool. But you just have to really have stronger, stronger game. And if you are just starting out with your day game, then you have to go to easier places. You have to go to Poland. You have to go to Prague, Czech Republics. Uh, and places like that, but even if you are, even there, if you are a day game beginner, you can't expect much. Day game isn't a magic wand where you just, ha, and you open a girl and she's all of a sudden, oh my god, he stopped me on the street, yay, let's go. It doesn't happen like this very often unless you are day gaming and are very social and have pretty good SMB, but even then it's, it's, it's pretty hard. So it's a way to meet girls. It's just it's it's just it's it's just an instrument, and you still have to become good at it. And if you're just starting out, you can't expect much, but you have to understand. You have to go to easier places for day game. You have to go to Prague, to to Warsaw, to Krakow, or if you're from US, you can of course come to Europe because I think Europe is, by the way, the best place for day game in the world. Uh, I, I, it's way better than than any place I've been to in US. 
but also you can go to Latin America. You can go to some places in 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 uh, in Colombia or well, you have Brazil and, and but then again, there are different rules. Life is a bit different there, so you have to kind of understand how the safety works and, and how to not get drugged and and and, and robbed and, and and all of that stuff. So you know, there are some rules basically. Latin America is easier, but it's much more uh, dangerous. Okay, uh, wait, before before we go to listeners' questions, a full few more questions. Uh, if you wanna have some fun, if, you, if you're looking to go on a day game trip and just like, just go berserk and it's like, yeah, I wanna have like, same delays and crazy, crazy experiences, where do, do I go to places where there will be many Russians or do I go to places where there will be many Ukrainians? If you're going for fun, for same delays, for fast delays, 100% uh, we're talking Russian girls, yeah? Uh, so choose places where there will be more Russians. If we're talking about regulars, girls that you would want to kind of hang out with, see them once or twice a week, uh, Ukrainians or Russians, I would say both are totally fine. Uh, Ukrainians, in my experience, tend to be a bit more clingy, so make sure they understand what's going on and, and just don't break their heart, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, if you're looking for something a bit more serious, uh, a girlfriend, a wife, so Russians or Ukrainians, hands down 100%. Ukrainians, I would never want to have a Russian wife because I've met so many Russian girls who had boyfriends back home and they all cheated on these boyfriends. All, all that I slept with, of course, not, not that all of them do. I'm not saying that. Uh, 100%, if it's a girlfriend, if it's a wife, then it's 100% Ukrainian. Uh, again, don't think there are super innocent, etc. I mean, the world is, is what it is, but uh, I would definitely choose Ukrainian girl any day over a Russian girl when it comes, for, to, uh, when it comes to serious relationships. Um, okay, uh, now let's get to the listeners' questions. Uh, first of all, how are... Russians and Ukrainians together, different from people in other countries, different from girls in other countries. Um, you, a lot of the day game content talks about frame and, and controlling your frame. And uh, Russians and Ukrainians are girls that you really have to control your frame with. And in general, people in that part of the world, you you have to. There is much much bigger masculine, uh, feminine, if you want to call that polarity. Um, so there you will have to learn to control the frame, which is very different from... I've started actually thinking about this. I haven't done a podcast about this yet or, or talked about this too much because I still want to test this concept or this hypothesis more. But I think in Western Europe and in Northern Europe or Scandinavia, you kind of have to ease up with your frame control because that's what I did in Latin America where in Latin America, feminism is very widespread and... and uh, and it's an amazing, it's a good type of feminism. It's, it's not like, uh, you know, cut guys dicks off because they're all dicks, because they're all pieces of shit. It's, it's the good type of feminism that, that, that I'm actually a big supporter of a specific type of feminism. Obviously not, not the feminazis or whatever you want to call them. There is the radical, there is the radical feminism, which is, which is crazy, which is a different topic. I covered this in a previous podcast. Uh, but I think that in Western countries you have to ease up on the frame control, and there's there there isn't a lot value to controlling your frame like as if you were completely crazy. And in Latin America, easing up on frame control actually helped me a lot, and I had many beautiful experiences with girls there. But it was very different from 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 uh, former Soviet Union, especially uh, actually no former Soviet Union is. 
it's not one big thing that, that, that where, where girls are similar actually because Ukrainians and Russians are very different from girls in, in Latvia or or Poland or Lithuania and, and of course Estonia which is even more northern uh, so number one difference you will need your frame control and and uh, when it comes to teasing you have to be kind of careful what you tease them about and one thing that everyone teases Russian and Ukrainian girls about is oh uh, burrs, uh, babushkas, potatoes and vodka well vodka is not a thing you want to tease Russians and Ukrainians about why because in that part of the world they have used to have and still have big problems with alcoholism with people drinking too much losing what everything they have because they're drinking too much so because they've seen that because they've had that experience maybe in their family maybe in their friends maybe like their grandparents or or people around them they they've seen many many problems caused by alcohol many 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 girls in ukraine don't drink or don't drink a lot many people are against alcohol because they've had this experience so yes are people in these countries consuming shitload of vodka some part of them are um, is it a good thing to tease people about no because a lot of the people there are high, uh, strongly against alcohol because they went from one extreme drinking too much to the other not drinking at all uh, so you have to be very careful when you tease Russian and Ukrainian girls about vodka and also because they've heard that a hundred times and how many times can you tell them that oh, Russian uh, babushka potatoes and vodka that's, it's not really true uh, or, or that's not something you want to tease them about uh, one more thing okay if she grew up in another country if she's a Russian girl who's living in another country, she was she moved there when she was young and she, she grew up, she went to school there. You have to understand she's not behaving like a Russian girl. If she's she was born in Russia but but was raised in, in New York City, she's gonna behave like a girl in New York City or or Prague or where, whichever country you choose. So it doesn't matter where she was born or, or who her parents are. It's, it's, it's about the upbringing. It's about the culture she grew up in. So whoever you, wherever you meet them, you can assume if, if they grew up there, then you can assume they're, they're going to behave like whatever American or, or Czech or, or like Western Europe, Europe, like someone from Western Europe, etc. Okay, let's go again with to the listeners questions how should you calibrate your day game and date game for those girls i said no teasing about vodka you have to know when to walk off you have to keep very very strong frame which means you have to keep escalating in a smooth calibrated of course on on fractionation way again if you don't know what i'm talking about daygamecourses.com all of that is there uh, yeah you have to keep escalating uh, you have you will have to build quite a bit of comfort, uh, and uh, I, I think that's the most important part. You, you just have to escalate, and if they don't go for that, then you have to be ready to walk off. Uh, and I would say that's it. But there isn't really a lot you have to calibrate for, with them. You just have to you just have to polish small things in your game. If you can get away with shitty like average game in in like I don't know like London or. Uh, Poland, Czech Republics, even Baltics, many, many places you can you can get away with average game. Then if you go out with, with 
with hotter girls from from that part of the world then well you will need tighter game and it's it's not about specific things for them it's just you need tighter game everyone who was complaining years ago that they went to russia it was so hard it wasn't because it was so hard it was just because their game wasn't good enough so there there isn't many things you should specifically calibrate you just need to polish your game and learning day game with girls like that will show you many many mistakes you are making especially if you go to a place that's harder than places like Prague or, or some cities in Poland, but not as hard as Ukraine or Moscow or maybe Belgrade. Like, I think the, the, the cities that are in the middle are the best for learning day game. Because again, if you learn in a place that's too hard, you're getting too many blowouts and really not learning shit. But if you're learning in a place that's too easy, then you go back to your place where you're from and you see that, oh, what you learn doesn't really work in this place that's a little bit harder. So, eh. Okay, next question. Um, are there things you should never do, say, with these girls? Yes, never tease them about uh, vodka, drugs, and things like that. It's it's a big no-no. Uh, that's one thing. When you approach them, can you differentiate between Ukrainian and Russian girls? There is no need to do that. I don't see a single reason why you should treat Ukrainian or a Russian girl differently. Uh, or, for that matter many different types of girls like okay okay like russians and ukrainians are going to be a bit more chill a bit less teasing but other than that you know uh how should you stack with them again there's no difference between uh, how you stack with ukrainians russians or 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 anything else uh and i just got another question from mario mario and this is the last question we're covering and then we're finishing this podcast so he's saying hey for the ukrainians i noticed that what you already said when you go on a date with europeans sex is on the agenda potentially already while with them they are already on a date and they might want two or three dates oh yeah so he says that that he goes on dates with, with, with the chick from Europe and, you know, sex is on a table. Whereas he goes on a date with Ukrainian or Russian girl and they, they expect to go on two or three dates. And he's asking, is it normal? Is it just because they're more conservative or is his game shit? Uh, I, it's hard to say. In my experiences, even though, yes, these girls are very, very conservative... In most cases, I did get my lays on the first date, actually, when I went out with them. But but I know it sounds cocky, but you can't expect results like that if you're maybe starting out or if you have maybe like 10 day game lays or, or like 20 day game lays. Like you can't really, you can uh, So yes, they are more conservative, but I've heard guys say that for the highest value girls there, you would have to go on more dates, uh, more than three dates. Uh, that was one thing I was very curious to experiment with the next time I go to Ukraine. And, and I wanted to go to Ukraine this summer, actually. But, you know, that never really happened. And I don't know when it's going to happen. Um, so I would answer Mario, Mr. Mario. By the way, see you soon in Latvia, motherfucker. You're coming for midsummer solstice. We're gonna party like animals in the forest, sleep in tents and get shit-faced. Woo! Uh, okay, Mario. If you keep going on dates with Ukrainians and Russians and all of them want to sleep with you on a second or third date, then you're fucking up something with you. You, you. You basically have to look at what you're doing wrong on these dates and, and, and calibrate there because that's not a... 
you you should still be able to to get laid on a first date once once in a while but but you will need much 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 tighter game much less player vibes you really have to just chill with them and and build a lot of comfort super fast but they have to understand that you're not the lovey-dovey boyfriend guy although there is potential for that if things work out so if you go on 10 dates and 10, 10 first dates and all of them want to sleep with you on a Thursday, third date and, and, and uh, then, then you're doing something wrong and you also have to look at you might feel like the sex is on a table on the second or third date but keep going in those dates and see if you actually get to that sex or not or they're just looking for a boyfriend material and maybe this is the case where you should filter out those girls keep escalating and just you know uh, the same rules apply that I've talked about many times on on I think it was the, the advanced texting guide on daygamecourses.com or advanced dating guide um, when you go out with a girl on a second date regardless of where in the world that is if you went out on a second date you always have to try to pull to your apartment even if you know she's gonna say no you have to do that it's just like going for a kiss on a first date. Even if you know she's going to say no, you're still showing the intent. Uh, so with pooling on a second date, you always have to try to pool even if you know she's, uh, she's going to say no. And the third date is happening at your place, period. Yes, I have not tested the part of going on more than three dates with Ukrainians and Russians. Uh, but I've had a bunch of lays with them and, and uh, let's let's just say if if you if you follow these rules pull on a second date even if it doesn't work out you you always set a third date at your apartment and you will start getting laid with them uh, that that's for sure and and then if you want to test the hypothesis of should you go on four or five dates with some of them like the super super hot like whatever you can test that hypothesis and, and let me know, but I haven't tested it, so I don't want to really talk about shit that I don't know. Okay, uh, I think we've covered all the questions. Uh, let's talk about one last thing before we wrap up. As I said before, learning in places that are easy, like like Prague or like Warsaw or, or like uh, some places in Colombia, Versus learning in places that are super hard, like uh, Balkans, like uh, Serbia, for example, is, is pretty damn hard with, with no reasons because they're like, the girls just there, like, seem arrogant and like openly arrogant, not like under the radar. I'm not gonna say shit out loud, no, they will say shit out loud, so I don't go there anymore. That's one of the reasons why I don't go there anymore. There, there's, there are more reasons why I will probably not go to, to Belgrade uh, much uh, in, in my life. Uh, so there's learning in those easy places and those hard ones. So in the easy places, you're learning in a too easy of an environment. And when you go back to where you're from, then you're going to struggle because of that, because you didn't learn well enough. You didn't, le didn't learn much en uh, enough. So, and then you're learning in places like Ukraine or, or Moscow or Serbia, or there are some other places as well. And if you had so many blowouts and so many, sh like, you did 10 opens and only had, like, two conversations because everyone was just blowing you out, uh, or you were learning places in a place with too much language barrier, that's not going to work either. You don't have enough experience in, in, in the sets, even though it, like, it, it seems if you learn there, then you go wherever the fuck you want in the world and it should be magic, but uh, not always the case. 
so you want something in the middle you want you want something that's harder than um, than those easy places and easier than, than the super hard places and and that's honestly why I really like Riga <laughs> if you come to Riga with shitty game like you you're not gonna get far uh, if you have really good game, uh, Riga is incredible, but I think just Riga is a really, really good place for learning because hotness-wise, girls here are pretty close to Russian and Ukrainian hotness, that's for sure, and uh, frame-wise, yes, it's gonna be easy to get their numbers, but it's not gonna be that easy to get them out on dates, and it's not definitely gonna be easy to get laid with them, so I think for that reason, it's it's a great place for, for coaching, if you're getting coaching, and I think Riga is a really, really amazing location for that, because it is one of those in the middle spots, it's it's harder than those easy ones, it's easier than than, than many of the hard ones, and that being said, as I said, I have three more coaching spots left in Riga, Latvia this summer from uh, late May to late June. You can spread your coaching days over all of the time if that's what you want to do, whether you get three or five coaching days. Uh, if you want to find out more, there's a link in description. You can read stuff there and you can simply fill the form at the bottom of the page. And I'll get back to you maybe in a few hours, maybe in a day. Uh, and we will chat about everything. I'll send you about uh, the dates and, and uh, if you don't like Riga, about other cities that are available and about prices. And I will talk about everything you're interested in so you can figure out if is this the right thing for you to do. And, and I, also, I also need to understand a bit about you. Like, can I actually help you? Uh, so if you want to do that. Yay, uh, if not, then one spot in Sweden is available in July, one spot is available in August, I don't know which city yet, I'm open to, and, and in September I'm going on a crazy, crazy adventure to a place that might be too crazy, for, I, 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 like, I'm still exploring, it's, it's, it's in the Middle East, so... <laughs> I want to make sure it's stable enough for me to actually go on a day game trip and return alive, but, but more info on that to come. Uh, okay, guys, uh, that's it. Check out the vlogs that I posted from Riga just to get to feel about the city. Uh, yeah, daygamecourses.com if you want to improve your texting or, or, or learn what exactly to do on dates so you don't have those massive leaks where you're just fucking up just because you didn't know what to do. Uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, if you like this, you know the drill, like, su subscribe, review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatnot, all of that, thank you for listening, ciao guys.